right, welcome to weekend special number one of Lay VOTP. I'm flying solo today, people, and unfortunately, I just watched Love Never Dies, the sequel to The Phantom of the Opera by Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I only watched this because recently with the uh, pandemic going on, they've been uh, streaming um, certain shows you know, for certain amounts of time and allowing people to get, you know, the opportunity to see certain works that aren't available, especially during these times. Um, However, the stream was down and had to purchase instead. So even more mad because, oh my God, I, Andrew, Andrew, I feel you ruined something special. The Phantom of the Opera is the longest running Broadway play, and it is that for a reason. The music is amazing, the storyline is tremendous, I mean, it has the emotion, it has the great sets, it has pretty much everything going for it, and to squander it with this is, it's just baffling to me. Um, So, um, yeah, truly disappointing. I love the original and other works of his um but i think um i think he might have a few screws loose because this sequel makes no sense um i mean the original was done quite a long time ago but all you have to do is watch the show and realize that nothing nothing relates to the to the original uh so while making this, while it was like in production, I don't understand why no one would point out these plot holes. Um, and my only, my only thought is that, you know, the people around him are probably too scared to tell him honest opinions. I mean, he is. I'm not taking any credit away from him. But he is tremendous. He is accomplished. Um, but unfortunately, when you get to his level of talent. Sometimes it, it, it gives you the idea that you can do no wrong and you can do whatever the heck you want and people will just accept it. And I have to say, this is a flop and that is not working for me. Um, so, yeah. Uh, surprising Sunday. Um, I, thought, I thought I was getting into something, you know, truly special, but, you know... I think he ruined the, you know, I think he ruined the storyline of some characters that people truly love and dear, um, you know, whether you go see it in a play or the movie or, uh, read the book. Um, I will say there are a couple good things, um, aside from the overall experience being bad. Okay, the good. Some set pieces were nice, so now, um... They are located in Coney Island. So, you know, they have, like, you know, the lights. They have the roller coaster, you know, kind of built in the back, you know, in a creative way. They have, like, these prisms and, of course, mirrors. Um, They have a high mountain to climb with music. You know, you you get into the original and you have, you know, Think of Me, Angel of Music... You have the Phantom of the Opera, you know, title and all. You have the music of the night. You have notes. 
you have all I ask of you. Um, the point of no return. Uh, and of course, Masquerade. I mean, you have these iconic moments in the original. And unfortunately, this, uh, you know, uh, the only good song I felt from Love Never Dies is The Beauty Underneath. But it's not really saying much because a lot of this, I mean, if I were to pick an album or pick any songs from, you know, this world, this Phantom's world, this would not be it. Um, it kind of sounds like a new age version um, of Phantom. I will say, as a side note, that if they were, it could be a little creative if they were thinking this song could be kind of like the new age, you know, with the son character, you know, being involved, like it's his version or something like that. That's the only way I could see this possible. But it was the highlight of the of the show. Um, and um, and uh, I would say the last scene uh, is is pretty like it's okay. I mean. Really, none of the good things I am saying are really true highlights because overall it was a catastrophe. Now let's get to the bad. Okay, so overall, the music. Like I said before, you know, you're almost shooting yourself in the foot already before you even start making this production because the original album, the original, you know, soundtrack is so good. Um... So it just doesn't match up. It it really if you know falls in comparison. The story botches everything that happened in the original. The characters don't even relate to the original. It's almost like the opposite world has <laughs> has occurred, you know? Um so yeah, the original was brilliant with how the Phantom finally realizes he can't force Christine to love him and lets her and Raul go their separate ways. Um, but this story removes all that good. You know, he finally realizes that he comes, you know, he realizes what's, you know, he should go his separate ways and just let her live her life, you know, go with who, who she truly loves and, you know, move on. She gave him compassion, and he gave a little kindness back. Um, and this is all taken away, because now we get ten years later, and he's just been dwelling on trying to get her back. It makes no no sense. Um, Christine um, really loves the Phantom in this one, and not Raul. It's really confusing. Um... And also, she's been hiding the fact that she has a son with the Phantom. Question marks everywhere with that. Everywhere. Um, and then you go to Raul, who is, instead of being like a charming, you know, accomplished man, he's now a drunken, a drunken gambling man, you know, now raising a bastard child who he has no clue about. Um... However, he does truly love Christine. He might not, you know, show it in the best ways, but he really does. And then you have the only other 
remaining characters from the original, Madame and Meg. Um, and we're to believe that they left to reunite with the Phantom now in Coney Island. And they don't know that he wants Christine to return. And sidebar, Meg is infatuated with the Phantom and wants to be recognized. So, you know, in the in the original, she's happy for Christine that she has this muse and is, you know, fully promoting her to get the lead of the show. And then in this one, she's completely jealous and almost crazy. Well, not almost. She is crazy in this one. Um... And then you have Gustav, which hopefully I got the name right, who is the son. And, you know, he's not really like a character. He's just like the poster, the poster child of like any show. You know, it's like good voice, good looks. You know, he's just, um, I'm not a huge fan of, you know, child actors, um, on stage. Um, it kind of takes away like, the serious tone of the show for me um i i think it's they aren't always used in this way but i almost think it's like an easy way to like get emotion or you know sympathy from the crowd like it's like oh look it's a little kid and he sings good oh it's so cute um which he is it, i'm not taking anything away from the actors and actresses like these people are talented it's just what they're given is not is just not good um what they're what they're working off of and then you get the setting which you know i said was coney island and it's supposed to be a freak show but it's like what freak show is there there's just regular people and then there's one little person and then there's a bunch of kids with bald cone tops um so it's bizarre. I don't think they know where they're going with this. And then we get to the big problem. Just overall science in general. Okay. What do you need to do to have a child, people? Sex. You need to have sex, right? In the original. When do we see Christine and the Phantom have sex? When do we even get when are we implied that they even have sex? It's a big deal if they even kiss, for God's sakes. So, I don't know what the hell Andrew Lloyd Webber is thinking of. So, yeah, where the hell does a kid come from? I I just don't, I just don't understand this so are we to assume that they had sex that didn't appear on screen and wasn't implied or are we supposed to think that the phantom raped her when she fainted or passed out one of the times i don't know this is so far from outer space it's it's unbelievable this is never the thought when i was watching this i was never thinking that this could possibly happen and you just cannot base a sequel storyline off this you know it's just it's it's almost i would say laughable 
if I didn't want this to be good. You know, you know what I mean? I wanted this to be so good because I loved the original. And this is just pathetic. I mean, I don't I I don't know how anybody who's a fan of the original can like this. Um now spoilers. So I'm just going to jump right to the end. Uh so the end scene. So we're getting to the end, you know, Christine sings and before that the Phantom and Raul make a make a kind of wager that if she goes out and sings that she's gonna she would leave Raul and go with the Phantom and if not that you know she would just leave with Raul and that would be the end of it so she sings and that means that her and Raul are gonna break up and that she's with the Phantom now and when that happens they realize that their son is gone and Gustav is kidnapped by Meg and when they find her it results into like a confrontation and it results with Christine being shot and slowly dying and Meg and Madame flee off screen never to be seen again and uh so yeah we're left with a phantom and a dying Christine they kiss Raul and Gustav are nearby and then the phantom once Christine dies moves a little off to the side and he cries and this is where the one highlight you know scene of the show happens is where Gustav goes to comfort his father and by doing so he removes the mask so before in the show he was like you know I think how anybody is they're like frightened of him because you know uh, what he saw underneath the mask um, but now, you know, he's, you know, he's embraced with his father and then it fades to black. So if, if they did things properly, that would have been a very effective scene. But as is, it makes no sense. So why am I going to shed tears over that? I'm not. So Phantom of the Opera, you know bunch of emotions laughter crying smiling just you know a whirlwind of emotions this is just confusion and just anger because you took something and then basically you just took a bat and beat the hell out of it um yeah so in conclusions my tears and love for the phantom of the opera are so authentic i've seen it a bunch of times and i even have the movie um seen it it's kind of interesting to see the comparison between the live show and the actual like film and love never dies Ugh, the results are just cries of pain i am even while talking about it right now i am just i i don't know what on earth they were thinking and this should have never been made and this has been Weekend special number one of Lay VOTP. Mm-hmm.